what kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Not ideal circumstances for the 76ers in a key Eastern Conference rematch with the Milwaukee Bucks. Shorthanded without Joel Embiid tonight. They fall by the final score of 107-95. Brian Seltzer with you on the postgame show. Giannis Antetokounmpo was fantastic and a difference maker for the Bucks. We'll get into that in a moment. But first, let's join Brett Brown in progress. Get the eight-minute mark. That Justin had that layup. Would have cut it to five. Delhi comes down and hits the three. We have a turnover, and you blink, you know, it's a 10-point game. And I felt like at that point on, on Justin's great drive, a fantastic, strong drive, we just didn't finish. They followed up with a three. It's five-point swing, balloons out to 10. And at that point, you know, it's like we were just sort of uh, playing catch-up a lot. It just seems, I guess, what it was, right? It was just the threes. I mean, I agree. I agree. You know, and that, like you're looking at it. And I thought that our defense was okay. And, like, we shot the ball well from the foul line. You know, we actually, I'm told, shot 62% from, like, long twos, which you're not thrilled about taking, but we made them. And we just tried to find, you know, somebody to make a three. And we just couldn't find it. And you really, without Joel, we, we knew that if we were going to win, we needed a three-point uh, successful night. You needed to find points from somewhere. And we, we had hoped that the three-point line would generate that without our best scorer. And uh, we, we, we just weren't able to get that done. Why, why do you think those shots weren't falling, the threes? I don't know. I thought, you know, some of it I give Milwaukee credit, them getting out to shooters. I think some of it was just, you know, missing some open looks. Those, those nights happen. Uh, you, you feel the pain of those nights uh, in a much greater way when you don't have your best scorer. You, you need to find ways to generate points, and, and we just couldn't. I, I give credit to Milwaukee's bench coming in and, you know, continuing to play well. Um, they, they, they kept the pressure on us, but to Keith's point, I, I, I think, you know, when you look at different things, you're going to go to two areas. Giannis played and Joel didn't, which was the opposite in, in Philadelphia, and you'll go straight 
uh, to the three-point demise. We, we just couldn't make a shot. 76ers fall to Milwaukee Bucks, 107-95. That was Brett Brown postgame. Sixers now are two games back of the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference standings. They enter tonight with the Sixers in eighth, the Bucks in sixth, and three games between the 76ers and the Detroit Pistons, which picked up Blake Griffin earlier tonight for the 8-9 and nine spot. So the Sixers in a tough spot. No Joel Embiid, as Brett Brown said. Dario Sarge led the way with 19 points and 9 rebounds. But he, like several of his teammates, had a tough night from outside the arc. The 76ers typically very dependable from deep. They were 2 for 26 in tonight's game. And the Bucks they were 11 of 28. Anacumpo, as mentioned, he was tremendous with 31 points, 18 rebounds, and 6 assists. And while he does not shoot for great percentage from three-point territory, and he didn't again tonight, he arguably had one of the biggest in the game. The Sixers were trying to perhaps make a last-ditch effort, got back to within 10 uh, at 95-85 midway through the fourth, then Anacumpo with just under five minutes to go knocked down a three, and that pretty much sealed the deal in favor of the Bucks. 107-95, the final Tom McGinnis awaits. We'll get to him from BMO Harris Bradley Center next. This is the post game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Sixers and the Milwaukee Bucks for the second time in 10 days. Two big differentials between round one and round two. The Sixers had their all star back at the center in a 116 94 victory on January 20th. The Milwaukee Bucks did not have theirs. But tonight, it was the inverse, as Giannis Antetokounmpo paced the Bucks with 31-18-6, and, and Embiid was resting on the second night of a back-to-back. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. We'll go to Tom McGinnis now. And, Tom, it just seemed like at every big turn that the Bucks needed, there was Antetokounmpo. You look at the end of the first quarter after the Sixers went up 10, he went on that flurry going into the second. And then, of course, in the third and down the stretch in the fourth, he was right in there with his fingerprints all over it. Absolutely, and he can control the game with his ability to rebound and to carry the ball on offense. I thought they got late in the clocks quite a bit uh, in their half-court set, and yet he scored a bit. Uh, He just dominates the game, and, uh, you know, he was just really good from start to finish. He scored their first four points. You can think you have him bottled up defensively, and with his length and the ability to take that stride, he gets to the rack, and he's right by the rim. And the Sixers, uh, I don't know that they had no answer for him, but he he was the better player out there tonight. That's for sure. Giannis Adetokounmpo of Milwaukee. Sixers 107-95 lost the Bucks 2 of 26 from outside the arc. How did you see that aspect of tonight's game, Tom? Well, I, you know, and Coach Brown is not one to say it, and maybe it's not true, but I, I firmly believe the Sixers were tired. I mean, that's a long shot, and when you don't have your legs, it's a difficult shot to hit with consistency, and it was clear the Sixers didn't have that. And, again, I think when a coach says it, it, it sounds like a bit of a, an excuse but uh, just being an observer and watching it, the, some of those shots didn't have a chance to go in. So uh, that's part of it, I think. And uh, and then you rely on that three-point shot. You know, you, you, Brett Brown was just saying that was part of the stratagem, if you will, was to get that three-point shot going. And uh, one could argue, like, hey, you weren't hitting any of those. You shot 7% from three, and you, you shot 26 of them. But that's the Sixers' style. And, uh, you know, when you're when you're going for those long balls and they're not going – uh, that that's a tough scenario. So it was just very difficult. T.J. McConnell had a rough night. They guarded him really well. Uh, he had five turnovers. I believe he was one of five from the 
Floor and, and Dario and Cov and and Ben Simmons, I think, were trying to carry the Sixers, and uh, both Dario and Cov struggled from the field. Rashawn Holmes gave the Sixers a nice spark off the bench, playing with energy, dunking that basketball, aggression, aggression. We didn't see the same type of game from Chris Middleton tonight, but they got much more from Adetokounmpo, and uh, good win for them, and they're obviously playing with a lot more confidence, maybe a freer spirit, rededication to their principles and whatnot under Joe Prunty. They've won four in a row, and uh, now the Sixers have dropped two games, and the Sixers you know, were trending upward, and uh, overall since Christmas, they continue to do that, but it's important to, to nip these things in the bud and, and make them two-game losing streaks and not linger on, because again, you got some big ball games coming up this weekend, two games ahead of you in the standings in terms of Miami and Indiana, and don't over Overlook uh, Brooklyn. They've had some nice wins of late. And again, a road game at the end of a long road trip and a busy stretch for the Sixers. Important game at Barclays on Wednesday against the Nets. And here we are, Tom, closing out the month of January on Wednesday. And it'll be the first time the Sixers and the Nets go up against each other. Brooklyn, 18-32. and 32. There was obviously the trade back in December linking these two franchises. Trevor Booker going to the Sixers, Nick Stauskas and Jill Okafor to the Nets. But Okafor's last time out with 21 points, and Stauskas shooting the ball decently in sparing minutes off the bench. So this should be a, a neat subplot for the game on Wednesday night. Well, no doubt. And they're good young players, and uh, for them, hopefully they're getting an opportunity, and uh, everybody knows Jaleel can score. It'll be interesting to watch him. Uh, I know their coach was talking about Kenny Atkinson was getting him in shape and raring to go, so apparently he's getting into the lineup, no doubt about it. And I think Booker's been very good for the 76ers, giving him some toughness and some really good inside play off the bench. So one of those deals that uh, was neat, really needed to be made, and uh, hopefully it'll benefit both ball clubs. But again, bigger picture, great for the Sixers to go out there and try to gain a victory back. You'd expect them to have Joel Embiid back in the lineup and then expected to play for the first time back-to-back in his career, which, as he said, that's a part of his career he's been missing. So if he does get to play twice in a row over the course of the weekend, that'll be big. And obviously they're just so much better. They've only won two games with him and what now, Brian? Nine losses without him. I thought Amir played well early but just did not play much in the second half. And uh, Milwaukee, just they were fired up here playing at home. They got that three ball going, and they had a much better second half outscoring the Sixers by 10 in the third and the fourth combined. 107.95, the final score. Another late night of flying for the 76ers. Then Brooklyn on Wednesday, Tom. Talk to you then. Thank you, Brian. Good night. Greek Freak was indeed freakish. The All-Star standing out for the Bucks. 76ers were down theirs. They fought, could not get the three-point shot to fall. We'll get to some of the highlights on the other side. And then we'll send you on your merry listening way to the one and only Devon Given. So stay tuned. It's the post-game show here on the Sixers Radio Network. 76ers navigating their way through a testy and challenging road trip. They were in Oklahoma City last night, flew about 900 miles north to the banks of Lake Michigan, where they met the Milwaukee Bucks at BMO Harris-Bradley Center. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. Let's get to some of tonight's highlights. Sixers and Bucks went back and forth in the first four minutes of tonight's game, and then Dario Saric helped open things up. Dario on the lane, Dario on the right-hand lap, good. Another feed by Simmons, pushing it, and TJ steals the inbound from Brockton. Sixes back to Dario, charge in the lane and hammered by Henson. And you know what? He would go to the free throw line, hit two free throws, and that capped off a stretch of six straight points for him to give the Sixers a 10-point lead. That lead would be cut to two. 
30-28 to 28 going into the first quarter, but on a night without Joel Embiid, Dario Saric again getting aggressive for the 76ers. The Bucks, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo, strung together a run of eight straight points between the end of the first and into the second. They would take the lead. The Sixers started to play some catch-up. Rashawn Holmes in extra time tonight without Embiid. He, per usual, making the most of his minutes. Here's TJ in the lane, and Holmes gets another slam dunk. Rashawn Holmes has eight points. They're all on jams. Yes, he was a rolling dunking dude tonight. Sixers trailed 55-53 at the half in the third quarter. The race was on, and the starting big man, Amir Johnson, converting on some dirty work. 12 to shoot back to Dario, driving on Middleton, gets around him, wrapping inside. He goes to Amir, and a Johnson bucket puts the Sixers to within one. And it was an and one free throw good, tied up at 62 moments later. Sharich with a two-pointer sending the Sixers in front, 64-62. to 62. But after that, Anacumpo really elevated his level of play. The Bucks would outscore the Sixers from there to take an 83-75 lead going into the fourth. Anacumpo having a say in 16 of the final 21 points. Milwaukee scored in the third. He scored eight himself, assisted on eight more. So very, very tough to stop. Uh, that, in addition to the fact that the Sixers did not have the three ball going through three quarters, they were still empty from outside the arc. But in the fourth, they finally got one to go. Milwaukee's missed its last four shots. Sixers got to capitalize. Covington on a transition, open three. Got it. Bucket, triple, and timeout, Milwaukee. Yeah, at that stage, it was 88-81. to 81. The Bucks quickly, quickly rebuilt a double-figure lead. Ben Simmons driving right at Anacumpo made it 95-85 with about five and a half minutes left. But Anacumpo would hit a three on the ensuing trip down the floor. And it just kind of felt like that would be enough for the Bucks tonight. And now back to Anacumpo. One to shoot. He finally realizes, fires for three, and he makes it. And that might just do it for Milwaukee. Giannis Adetokounmpo makes a three at the shot clock buzzer, and the Bucks go up 13 with 4.40 to go. He's got 29 and 15. It was a big triple, the only one of the night for the impending All-Star, and the Bucks get past the Sixers tonight. By a dozen. Some final notes from the final stat sheet. 76ers, you know, to their credit, they rebounded well tonight. They got some extra shots, got to the free throw line, but just couldn't overcome the issues they faced from the perimeter. They shot 44% for the game. The Bucks, 47.5. The Sixers had two more shots than Milwaukee on the night. But here's the main disparity. Bucks were 11 of 28 from outside the arc. The Sixers, 2 of 26. Sixers only missed two of their 23 attempts from the free throw line. Milwaukee only missed two of their 22 shots from the stripe. Sixers were plus one on the glass. They were plus two in terms of offensive rebounding. And uh, the Sixers with 14 turnovers on the night. But Milwaukee plus eight in terms of points scored off of turnovers. Individual notes, Anacumpo with 31, 18 and 6, 10 of 22 from the field, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Chris Middleton announced earlier today as the Eastern Conference Player of the Week, scored 19. He also had 7 boards and 6 assists. For the 76ers, Dario Scharch with team highs of 19 points and 7 rebounds, I beg your pardon, 9 rebounds. Uh, He also had 2 assists in the game, 13 for Robert Covington, 16 points for Ben Simmons to go with 6 rebounds and 5 assists. 13 off the bench for Sean Holmes, 6 of 8 from the field. All 6 of his baskets were on dunks. 
76ers with the loss now 1-2 and two on this current road trip. They are two games back of the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference standings. Sixers in the eighth spot with a record of 24-23. and 23. Milwaukee now 27-22, and 22, winners of four in a row on the heels of relieving Jason Kidd of his head coaching duties. Next up for the 76ers, a 7-30 Wednesday matchup with Atlantic Division rival the Brooklyn Nets. So, likely, we'll see Jaleel Okafor and Nick Stauskas in the game for Brooklyn. Brooklyn 18-32 and 32 on the year. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.